So now we are joined by Sultani, who has just also just finished his set. Um, just had a nice sandwich, refreshed, ready for our chat. So you mentioned about um, rush hour, and you know t- today or this weekend is record store day. Have you yeah. been to rush hour records? I've been to rush hour rec- in Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah. Um, whenever I go on holiday, I always try and I have certain rules. If I, if I go to a good night, I'll buy the record of a song that I really liked that night and I've shazammed it. And That's if, similar to what Ben was saying. Yeah, and if yeah. I go if I go abroad, I always go to a record store and spend like a day in there and try and speak to the, lo- the local there and try and get a, mm. a song from there as well. Yeah. Um, but Have you yeah. got any, can you share any of your favourite experiences doing that? Yeah, so I think the best one, <laughs> my best record experience ever, was I was in Japan with uh, my fiance, now fiance, Rachel. Yay, congrats. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and um, we went to Rainbow Disco Club, which was like, had like the best, not only was this in Japan. Is, had, that, is that a nightclub or is, is that, a, is that a, the record festival. shop? It's a festival. Oh, it's a festival, festival. Japan, oh, run, cool. run by Rush Hour. So it was like, it was like oh, my dream. wow. So we went there, it was like floating points playing. And then, and then it was DJ Nobu. And then the next day it was Sadabaha, Antel Honey, and then all of them did back to back after. It was like the best, wow. probably the best, one of the best festival experiences I've ever had. Full stop. Yeah, hands wow, down. The only shame is I wish more people were there, but it was also really mm. special because it was me and Rach there. Yeah, it's a different experience, I yeah. guess, than when you're with all your friends. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like it was, it was like really clean, if you know what I mean. Like there's kids mm. there and stuff, and everyone was just like absolutely mm. loving it. Um, and it was sunny. I got burnt for the first time. <laughs> but yeah, so I was sitting down after. Floating points is set, and he came to sit and I. Well, he didn't come sit next to me. I went. Sit, I went. Sit, hey, Omar. I like. No, he doesn't know me. I went. I went and sat back to sit next to him, and we started talking. I said like, I said that I've been travelling around Japan. It was really good to hear your set. It was full of. And then he looked and he stopped me and went Seoul <laughs> and like interrupted me. What I was saying. Oh. That was really funny. He knows. And, yeah, and then um, <laughs> and I was telling him where we'd just been, and I told him that me and Rach had been to Ishigaki. And I said, you want to go to Ishigaki? And I gave him some advice. Basically mm. told him there was uh, these glow bugs there. And there's also an observatory that he wants to check out. It's one of the darkest observatories in the world. Oh, wow. And he was like really excited about that. So I was like... Did you go to it? I, me and Rach went. Yeah. But they wouldn't, they wouldn't let us in. Like, oh. We saw the glow bugs. But, you know, Japan are really set on their rules. Mm. And like you had to book this uh. observatory beforehand. And we tried, like every day we tried. And we got there. And uh, there was five people in there. There's plenty of room, and we were like, "Can we, we go in look. there?" And they're like, "No, you can't do more than five. We don't have enough chairs." Oh, I like, that's a I shame. I was like, "We'll stand." They're like, "No, no, we don't <laughs> have chairs." So I told him about that. I don't know if he got in. Yeah, hopefully he booked. Yeah, I don't know if he got in. But anyway, I asked him. I said I was going to Japan, Tokyo, to buy records. And he was like, "If you like records, don't go to Tokyo because you'll have no money left." <laughs> he, he said it's the best place in the world. Oh wow. And I was like, Bad he's news like, for diggers. Oh, good news for diggers. Yeah, and he was like, yeah. we went to HMV, me, like Honey and Anton, we just cleared, cleared the place out, so maybe we <laughs> can go there. He said, um, there's a place in, I can't remember the name of it now, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's uh, Shinagawa, maybe? But he basically, there's this place, and he says, it's run by this guy who used to run a record store in New York, mm-hmm. who moved back to Japan, and he's like a proper connoisseur, mm. and uh, only, only DJs really know about him. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, that sounds like He just told you. Yeah, he just told me about it. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I'm a DJ, so. <laughs> and then I went there, and uh, there's just, a, it literally is like quite a big room, not that big, loads of records everywhere, and just this guy sleeping on his, on like a couch, <laughs> the only guy in there. And then it ended up being like a really magical experience. Yeah. I basically was like, I started speaking to him about records, what I like, and he just started DJing for me. 
He just Aww. started picking music, playing it, and went, do you like this? And I'd be like, no. And he'd, he'd go find another one, put something on, and be like, do you like this? And I'd be like, yeah. And he just kept doing that. Mm. And he said that his name was, I think his name was uh, Matoko or something. And he That's said- That's give all the secrets away. Yeah, and he said, um, <laughs> the reason he, he really enjoyed me being there is he said, Japanese people come in, look for a song, and then look it on their phone, then leave. He said he rarely gets to talk to people. So the regulars don't really buy it. Yeah. yeah, he was really hungover, but he said it he didn't say he'd put your party all night. But he said he really loved uh, me coming in there and having that experience mm. with me. So I pretty much had like this master just find all these songs for yeah. me. And I ended up spending like 100 quid or something. So you bought some? Yeah, I bought like five. <laughs> I don't bring any with me today, but can you... I, I can talk about some of them. Yeah, tell us when you got. So I got, one of the ones he got me was this, um, f- uh, something by, not f- Nick Fleetwood, and it's got this song called Super Brains on it, nice. which is when he went to Ghana. Mm. That one was amazing. He got me um, a, I think it was Letter Mbulu, might be Letter Mbulu's album, called, and one of the songs is called Afro Texas. And these are all some of my favorite records as mm. well. And then the annoying thing was, I said, my friend Greg, it's what I DJ at the groove with, yep. and Pushkin's Prefers. Yes, Pushkin Prefers. Um, he said, get me a record from Japan. And I was like, my friend just wants a Japanese record that's really good. <laughs> and he gave me this record I didn't even listen to it um, I was like okay yeah he's like trust me that's a good one and when I got back and played it to Greg it was absolute fire I was so upset was that it? I, didn't, oh, I didn't buy it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought him like the best record for him oh. yeah it had like crazy violin solos in it and stuff. oh wow yeah it was really good so yeah I got like a if you can't remember all of them I got from there mm. um, I got an album from the Crusaders which was really good and did you get them all to play out or have you got some which are just kind of like nice little memories to keep or usually when I buy to? usually when I buy records um, they're they're for me to listen at home mm. so a lot of these were like nice lounge stuff because I don't know I feel like I'm quite I'm different to other DJs in the sense that I'm really dyslexic so mm. I DJ so much better with uh, a laptop and all the music in front of me mm-hmm. like I can never ever remember record labels artists mm. or I speak to Greg all the time about music who knows crazy amounts about music and he'll say the record label of the year yeah. he'll say every name of the artist in the band Yeah. and I just don't I try but I just can't I don't know any of that stuff but you know what they sound like yeah I know what they sound yeah. like and I know if it's on my I know if it's on my laptop the, the, kind of, I kind of look at like numbers like BPM and like the key mm. and I go okay so I know that, that song mm-hmm. um, and I put everything in folders that way because mm-hmm. if I had all I'm really unorganised so if I had all my records just out <laughs> You'd be everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It takes it takes me a long time to figure it out. Fair um, enough. But Fair yeah, enough. so at home I usually just collect like nice stuff. That mm. I, I listen to at home, which but, is good because I when I when I play sometimes I play at David Dining Club in yes in Birmingham. And so that, that's where people can hear you. Yeah, that's where people can hear me. Yeah. So I play, I play on Mim Radio. Yes. Um, once a month I play, um, in David Dining Club probably twice a month or Hockley Social Club. And Would you say a Digby's Dining Club for people in Nottingham is it kind of a bit like a street food club or like, it's a, like outside? It's basically street food club got the uh, their their idea from Digby's Dining Club, so Digby's <laughs> Dining Club is like where street food club will be in like five six years. I get you. It's yeah. like lots of DJs, lots of big sound systems, loads of street food. Yeah. Street food club just it's going to be that. It'll mm. be amazing. Yeah, it's um, definitely getting that way. And it's yeah. So yeah. Um, but yes, I play there twice, probably twice a month, nice. which is really good. Yeah, that's cool. And then I play on Push, Pushkin's Prefers Radio, Yes. Um, probably about once or twice a month as well. Yes, great local independent station. Yes, <laughs> uh, 
on there you have run by Greg Wood who has a alias called House Band which is worth checking into as well mm. he's got good, great music coming out yes people should definitely be checking out uh, yeah. local artists yeah for sure um so yes you've done your set tonight obviously we've spoken about your DJing style but you know you do have some records with you can we yes. have a look at the records that you've got so far I've got and this one called Ex- Experience I got this from so Rush that's a, a single or is it a 7 inch it's a 7 inch I got this from Rush Hour oh nice and it's a, some nice Afro funk boogie from is 1982 were you I'm in Rush Hour I'm reading this off the things <laughs> <laughs> I'll never remember were you in Rush because you were at Dead Mantle by any chance no I bought this online oh. actually after hearing, oh. hearing someone I think I might have been at a Honey Gig or an Antel mm. Gig and I thought I didn't find the song but I was like I need to buy something to remember the night with yeah that's nice and uh, yeah I try and every record I buy I try and have I always like to have make it like, almost like quite special because mm. um, most of my music I buy digitally mm. which is a lot less fun and interesting <laughs> but, um, well at least you still it's, it's whatever yeah. works yeah whatever works for you yeah um, and then this one is I got this from listening to one of Antel's um, he does a, a show on Worldwide FM mm-hmm. and it's really it's actually amazing for new music because most of it's stuff new stuff coming into Rush Hour and it's called uh, Treasure Every Sunset um, by Mad Honey and uh, is it Space Grapes that yeah I can see I'm looking at the um, the artwork and it looks like some sort of fruity grapes yeah. like a neon yeah yeah <laughs> neon and, yellow fruit this one's really good I think I'd love to play this um this would be a great song to play if there's actually a sunset. Yeah, that would be really nice. Um, hopefully soon we can have some more of those sunset sessions. Yes, <laughs> And the world w- opens up again. Mm. Um, are there any which, uh, um, there might not be, but some records, and it sounds like the ones you've got, they all do have like a story to them mm. um, and you've kind of gone out and bought them. Is there any records which you really, really want but you just can't find them because they're really rare or like they're too expensive or is there anything, any dream thing that you'd love to buy but you just can't find it? My entire, um, so basically, the way, way I work with music is if I can get if I can get the song digitally, good, good quality, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. But if it sounds, or if it sounds way better on record, I'll buy it. Mm. Or because a lot of time you can get you can get like say disco songs on vinyl that sound you hit, there's digital version they sound good yeah um, not most of the time they're not most of the time the original sound better <laughs> but then you do have songs that are on vinyl that are really rare they haven't been repressed and you can't get them digitally and, it, and yeah. my entire Discogs one list is, <laughs> is full of that and they're all like hundreds of pounds. It's crazy how expensive they yeah. get, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, wow, so, so one day. <laughs> I've not got any off the top of my head. Um, let me think. Since I'm saying I'm bad at remembering. <laughs> it is, song. especially when you're on the spot like this. So. <laughs> let me think. I if know which one I want. I can't think of the name, though. But yeah, if I... Yeah. Yeah. I think... Uh, it sounds what, like what, you've got what, a big what, collection, a big yeah. wish list. It's huge, hundreds, hundreds <laughs> and hundreds. I think if I... Um, my plan would be to oh I know one one I've got so I've got a digital version of this mm. song but it sounds naff and I really want the, you want the original yeah. I don't know how I got this digital but I think someone sent it to me um, but it's called Hello There by Theodore Fudu and I know that the digital version does not pump at all anyway, <laughs> I've, seen, I've heard Antel play the real version uh, and it was amazing yeah and uh, yeah so yeah I want to I really want to hear that one um, on vinyl well maybe one day 
you know, you might be digging in a physical shop and you might just find it. I think <laughs> my plan now is once I get a raise, I think every time I get paid for a gig from a gig, I'm gonna use that to buy one of these mm. records, which means I could probably afford one of these super rare ones yeah. once every month. And I'd, and I'd be, cause the thing is I don't actually want, I know you see some people with like hundreds of thousands of like, oh no, hundreds, well, thousands of thousands of records. Yeah. And uh, like walls of records. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's kind of, that's a bit intimidating to me just because of mm. how unorganized I am. Like, yeah. Like I've got like, <laughs> I don't have that many records at the moment. I probably have like maybe a hundred, 200. And that's a fair that's a fair collection. <laughs> maybe less. I'm probably just saying it's not many, but <laughs> yeah. and organising that is an absolute nightmare. I can mm. never I've lost so many, I can't find any of mm. them. So I'm trying to keep my selection very niche and very like um Yeah. Yeah, not too hard to <laughs> to organise. And they do they do surprisingly go missing when, you know, if you have people around and you're having a mixing loads. session, going to yeah. parties. I've got one which um I had one which was a, a white label, which I think I bought from Plates, and I just had it was like one pound or something, and on the middle someone had just wrote like, I don't know, it was like mad twisted shit or something. So really? It was like I have to buy this, and it was so amazing, and it's gone. I don't know what's happened to it. You know, when I've moved house or something like that, it's yeah. just gone missing. But someone obviously saw that and thought, yeah, yeah, I've got, <laughs> I'm I've, taking that. I've That's got this, a shame. Uh, Zook record that cost me eighty pounds. I don't know where it is. Really? <laughs> it's just oh. not, not too far into my house. Well, that's the thing with having a physical item, they can sadly get yeah. lost. Um, but yeah, well, thank you, that's that's great. It's thank been really you. nice talking. Um, and I hope that one day you do get to get some off of your Discogs wish list. Yes, I do, <laughs> you too. Thanks for talking to me. Yeah, thank you.